Here we go. Here we go. Perek Chavdal, chapter twenty-four. All right. We're now on the next a verb of haloch. Haloch, which is going. So we'll see four interpretations of going, and obviously the Rambam uh, wants to. Um, Obviate the problem of it seems sometimes it says that Hashem is going places. So if he's phys- not physical, how could he be going anywhere? So he says, That halicha is one of these words that denotes specific movements of living people, living beings as opposed to inanimate objects. As we had, the Yaakov halach lidarko. Okay, Yaakov went on his way. Or you have a lot of examples of Vayelech, Vayikach, etc. So one is Pashat physical traveling. Clearly, that's not going to be Hashem. Ukvar Hushal Zehashen. And metaphorically, we use this word, Lehimosheikh Hagufos, where we're talking about. Um, things are spreading. Asher yoser dakos, which are much more inanimate, more refined, megufos balechayim, of human beings. And what is that talking about? For example, v'hamayim hayo haloch v'chasar. Talking about the flood, where the water was haloch, going v'chasar and abating. So what does that mean? Where is the water going? It wasn't going anywhere. Right? It's just going down, so to speak. All right? It's not really a movement. It's not a conscious movement. It's just going down or spreading, spreading. Now, here's an interesting one. We're talking about the Makkah of Barad. It says, Vatahalach Eish Orza. And the fire went to the ground. Now, this is after the Torah already tells us about the Barad. So what does this mean? So it seems there's a machlokas in the Meforshim what this means. Uh, from the Rambam, uh, it appears, the way he understands the Pesach, he's saying it's a spreading out. So then what was spreading out? But the, the hail was fire and ice together, hitting and destroying things. So where's the spreading out? This is something we may not have thought about, but the Pesach says... So the fire is going to the ground. So what does that mean? So according to the Rambam, how is that spreading out? According to Rambam, it means spreading out. Once the hail ball hit the ground, the fire, so to speak, came out of the hail ball and spread out and started burning the landscape. So that's the spreading out. Um, and it's not meaning to say hit its target, so to speak which is not like various midrashim that explain it differently, okay? For example, the Ibn Ezra and others say, the point that we're saying is, what's this? What's the nature of fire? The nature of fire is to do what? Go what direction? Uh, uh. Up. Up. Uh. So that's what it's saying. It's saying that kavana is not like the way the Ram learns it, but the fire that was in the hail. But fire is supposed to go up? It's saying, no, it went, went down. That's the point. It was going down as opposed to going up, so to speak. So it seems as of quite a machlokes in this issue 
of what he means. Clearly, the Ramam is saying it's spreading out, so it's after it. So some achlokas, exactly what happened with Bara. Was it merely that it hit the ground like a cannonball and destroyed that, and that was it? And the fire is supposed going up, goes down, and it's like a missile hits the ground, and that's the destruction? Or, no, it hits, and then the fire spreads. So, machlokas, how he learns that. Okay. Number three, and this is the one that's going to apply to Hashem. Where something now, it's not physical, referring to a concept now, non-physical, that spreads into its manifestation. We'll see what that means. Even though there's nothing physical about it. For example, when it talks about the uh, screaming and yelling that happened in Egypt for the terrible things they did, Omar, it says, Kola, its voice, like a snake spread. So it's referring to a noise. So again, it can go. The noise can go. Here is the one we need now. Well, now, Kol Hashem, Elohim, the voice of Hashem, Misalech Bagan, travels through the gun. So again, but here it's not Hashem at all. It's the voice. So that's not a problem. We're saying it's the voice that went through. Okay, so that's not Hashem yet. That's what Hashem is doing. And now we're going to apply to the Pusik where it's Mamash talking about Hashem. So what does the Pusik mean when it's talking about Hashem over here? And this metaphoric term, whenever we talk about Hashem is Holech, it's always talking about a concept that's non-physical that is going. It is being borrowed, so to speak, for something that's not physical, and we use it. For the concept to spread and be revealed, or a leaving of hashkocha, a leaving of divine providence, which we would use would be similar, let's say, with living things, we'd say turning away from something. The human being turned away, so they're saying Hashem's divine providence turns away, so to speak. Which would be for for physical things would be removing itself from the picture. So with Hashem, it's removing the hashkacha. So we got two ways of explaining it with Hashem. We'll get an example in a minute where something is spreading out from Hashem, some conceptual idea spreading out from Hashem, or Hashem is leaving or going away. There's no manifestation of God's hashkocha. Kamo Shekina, as we see, histalek ha-hashkocha v'hastoras ponim. When the hashkocha goes away, when Hashem conceals his face, I will hide my face. Again, we don't have an example yet. We haven't used the word yet of Yisalech, but we're just giving examples of what Hashem does. So when Hashem conceals his Hashkacha, it uses a word of Halicha, of movement, where the Shechina is removing its Hashkacha. Asher which is similar to the idea of Sur Min Hadavar. It's going away from the thing. 
Amar, where we had already in the last parak, where it says, Hashem says, Eilcha, I will go, Va'ashuva el makomi, and I'll return to my place. So we explained that last week, uh, last Thursday, uh, Wednesday, we're talking about the cessation of the Shechina and going back to the place where only Hashem is distinctly different than everybody else. So Hashem's manifestation leaves this place and goes back, so to speak, to the place where it is, but there's nothing physical there and we can't tell anything about. Okay, now with this, he's going to explain the very difficult, uh, where the complete usage of, even though he gave it in Eilcha, <clears throat> but now he explains the one we really are interested in. It's all leading up to this point. We're talking now about the fact when Miriam was speaking Lashon Hara about Moshe, so then they're coming to Hashem, and Hashem uh, rebukes Rivka, uh, Miriam, and now we come to the verse where he strikes her with the leprosy. So now we're going to use the words where he strikes her with the leprosy. On the Mamra, when it says, Vayichar af Hashem, Hashem was upset with them. Bum, with them. Who's the them? Aaron and Miriam. Vayelach. And then he went away. And then after that it says what? And behold, she had Saras. That's the next. That's the next possible. And behold, she had Saras. Okay. So what does it mean that he went away? He went away and he got Saras. So the Rambam is going to give. He, remember, he gave us two definitions of what it could be on a metaphysical level. It could be something spreading out or something leaving a manifestation. So he's going to apply both to this pasuk. He says, Yeshvo Shneha and Yonim Yachad. We have both of the concepts together as we spoke. Klomer. Inyan histalek hashkacha. Hashem is removing his hashkacha. Hamachuna behalicha, which is usually nicknamed as going, going away. He's leaving metaphorically. In other words, when there's hashkacha, you could see by what's happening that Hashem is in control. But when things go helter-skelter, it appears that Hashkacha has left. That's one thing. The Indian he spashed hadavar, and also the thing spreads out and is revealed, verosa, and manifests. What, what's, and that's also Alicha. So you say, wait, what's going on? Going away in Manfredic? It seems a contradiction. No, hang on. Klomer means to say, hacharon af, the anger of Hashem, Asher holach, that went, v'nimshach alehim, and then it went, it, it poured over to them, to Aaron and Miriam, ulezeh shava mitzoras kasholag. And then Miriam now gets tzoraas. So tzoraas happens when the Shekhinah withdraws from a person. So what is the Rambam saying over here? Rambam seems to say there's two concepts going on over here. That there's the withdrawal of the Hashkoch of Hashem. That's one explanation of Halach. It's going away. And then there's the spreading out of God's anger, which punishes with the Tzoraz. So you have two things happening 
The question is simultaneously or one after another, there's a discussion, but it's the same root and he's learning two interpretations. So the commentaries jump on him and they say, why do you need to tell us two things? It's enough to say one of them, for example, uh, to to explain Vayelech. He's just trying to say, let's not make God corporeal. So you only need one of the two to make it work. Just say he, he left his hashkacha. Or he spread his anger, spread out, and affected her. Just say one. That, that gets you out of a mess. So why do you have to bring two? Also, they ask, you have to understand, is the tzaras a manifestation of not having the hashkacha? Or is it the spreading out of the revelation of Hashem's anger? Now, what's going on over here? In other words, here's the point. Here's the question to try to understand here. If we're saying that Hashem is removing his hashkacha, so what does that mean when Hashem removes his hashkacha? So what do we see when the hashkacha is removed? Things don't have any rhyme or reason. Sadiq gets run over by a car. Okay. Now the question is, but what's what's saras? Is saras uh, something that's uh, no hashkacha? Oh, it has to be direct from Hashem. Isn't it the opposite? Yeah. The Rambam writes, it's something only happens to Jews, only when we had a base of Mingdash, only when we had the Shekhinah, only when we were close to Hashem. Hashem says very directly involved. So this is the issue over here. It's, it seems he's giving us two ways of looking at this. So the Abarbanel says that the Tzaras is a result of Hashem's anger spreading. And it's not enough to just remove the Shekhinah, but rather it is a punishment. And a number of commentaries say this, but they're still saying it seems that it's just leaving things for helter-skelter. And that usually usually what he learned in the last chapter is when Hashem removes his Eshkacha, we said that was Shuv, uh, Yatso, going out and Shuv and going back, his... his, his um, is uh, what do you call Hashkacha was going back, and it seems that things are helter skelter over here. So, like we said, the Rambam says that Saras was a punishment clearly for Lashon Hara. It's not a natural thing, it's a miraculous thing. And he says that was the Saras of Miriam. So, we can't say it's a removal of Hashkacha, right? Because, uh, Hashkacha means it just goes by itself. But here I'm saying it's an osupela. So he's, they seem to say that for Hashem to do that os and pela, he's got to remove the shechina, so to speak. Okay? Uh, and uh, because if you're that close to Hashem, there's no place for tzaras. In other words, if you're, if you're close to Hashem and Hashem is with you, Where's the tzaras over here? Can't be any tzaras. So Hashem, interestingly, leaves, but yet slams you with it. All right, that seems to be the way he well, is. Now, so that yes, because because of course you have to be alone. Right. Isn't the whole idea of tzaras to be alone? So wouldn't it be a contradiction for Hashem to be with you? Right. And you have tzaras. Right? Everybody has to stay away from you. Yeah. And you have to be on your own. It can't be Hashem is with you. That's right. But if Hashem is with you, then Hashem is Hashem has to keep halacha too. 
No, no, no. It's not a question of catching. Is a Jew allowed to go into the Tzorah's house? No. No. Everyone has to stay away from him. Forget about Tumah. Forget about Tumah. He has to be alone. So Hashem has to keep all the halachas, so to speak, that he makes us keep. So if the guy's got to be alone, he's got to be alone. He can't be with Hashem in the house with him. So Hashem has to remove himself as if the guy figures Hashem's not with me. But at the same time, Hashem is giving you the punishment. Let's say, let's say from a distance, so to speak. So now you know you got it from Hashem, but uh, don't think Hashem is that close to you. It, that, that's what I, it seems is the way the Rambam is saying there. And, and of course, there's another idea that they bring over here. It's, it's not normal, but, uh, but usually evil is the absence of Hashem. Usually, what a, Ra comes from the absence of Hashem. Here's a Ra that is from Hashem. Now, in one of the footnotes here, it's very interesting. Gomorrah and Zvachim says, Hashem gave a big kavod to Miriam at this time. He says, I am a Kohen, Hashem, so to speak, and I'm the one who's closing you up, and I'm the one who'll eventually let you out. Okay, so in other words, what is that saying? And just like when the Kohen, when the, when do you become, I'm sorry, even you got 100% Saras, no question. But are you a Mitzor yet? No. no, the Kohen has to say it. So therefore, the punishment for Miriam comes from Hashem. And that was a great covet for him. Okay, and it's not like he totally left her, but he's just saying, it, it didn't come from, in other words, it didn't, usually the evil comes, Hashem's away, and it comes by itself. He said, no, 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 I'm going to leave, okay, but I'm zapping you with it. And I'm telling you, it was from me, and it wasn't happenstance. That's the measures saying. It's like, I, I gave you the covet that I gave you the tzaras, so you know exactly what the problem is. I didn't just leave it for a happenstance, you happen to have terrible psoriasis. Right? So this is the double understanding that's over here. And with that, there's a whole other discussion that many spill this into where there's a machlokas in the Gemara, machlokas tanoim, who exactly got the tzaras. When the Pasuk says, Vayichar af Hashem bum, Hashem was angry at them. And then it says, Vayelech. And now the Rambam saying that Vayelech means Hashem took away the Ashkacha Pratis and spread the Tzaras. So, we, we have two Pshatim. Uh, Rabbi Akiva says, he learns that Aaron also got Tzaras. Rabbi Yehuda ben Becerra said, Akiva, either way you're learning it, you're going to have to give a, 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 an answer for what you did. If it's like you say that Aaron got it, but the Torah seemed to conceal that Aaron got it. Because it only really says Miriam got the Tzaras. So then you're you're saying Lashon Hara. If Hashem didn't want anyone to know, why are you telling it? If, if he really got it, why didn't Hashem say Because we don't want whatever it is to know. And if he didn't get it, then what are you saying that he got it? Right? And therefore, so what does the uh, the one who reviewed us say? But rather, it's just Nizifa Ba'alma. Hashem was like, uh, you know, like we said, Upset, you know, one a lower level of excommunication. So Hashem was upset. He was upset with Aaron too. Yeah, you could say he was upset. Vayichar, he's upset at Aaron. 
We didn't give it. So it comes out according to Rabbi Akiva, the charon af, the anger bummed with them, was on both of them. And therefore the next word that what it was, and he went away, goes on both. The halicha goes on both of them. That's how he learns it. Rabbi Yehuda says, no, the halicha can be just the, uh, the going away, but not necessarily spreading the tsaras. You see what's going on here? So the question is, how are we going to learn that? Is, is it a double meaning or a single meaning of that Vayelech? Is it Vayelech, he took his Ashkach away, finished, and then the Tzaras came afterwards. So then we could say it only came to Miriam. But Rabbi Akiva says, no, it came to both of them, because he's saying that Vayelech is both ideas over there. So that is, is what the Rambam is dealing with here. Okay, fine. So now the question is, there's one more point. And this is a fourth explanation of Vayelech, which really does not have anything to do with uh, making Hashem not corporeal, but it's an important understanding as well. The Gain Hushal also metaphorically, Loshen Halicha, Lahanhaga, Baminhagim, Hachashuvim. Halicha, going, meaning living a virtuous, good life, going in a good path. Okay, doesn't mean you're walking, but you're behaving like a mensch. So he goes on a good path. Your body does have to move. And what's the example, Omar? He says, You will go in Hashem's ways. So what are you doing? You're not walking. Or it says, You shall go after Hashem. It doesn't mean to go after Hashem. Let us go and move, right, in the ways of Hashem. That means in the way of the Torah. So Ramam is understanding, it could mean going in a proper way, living a proper, pious, righteous life. So now, put the X now on Sota 14a, put the uh, cursor on all the way to the top, Sota 14a. You got it? Okay. And now, right over here by number three. Ve'amar, this one on the left side, left side, left side. Ve'amar Rabbi Chamer Rabbi Chimim, my dear Siv, Acharei Hashem Elokeichem Teleichu. What does it mean to go after Hashem? Chiyav Shalal Adam Lahalachem Hashem. Can you go after the Shechina? Well, Kfar Nemer it says, Hashem Elokeichem Eishol. Hashem is a fire. You can't. I need to follow the fire. Keep going. Scroll, 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 scroll. Ella. Rather, you should go after the midos of Hashem. Just like he closed the unclothed. So you should clothe the unclothed. Hashem visits the sick. Hashem visited Avram. He comforts the mourners. So you do the same thing. Keep scrolling. Hashem buries the dead. You bury the dead. So what is? So how does the Gemara learn to bidrachav? Is to emulate Hashem. Now let's take a look at the Rambam to the right over there. Uh, and maybe I'll take this one because I have to skip around. And you won't know what I'm planning here. Rambam, the beginning of Hilchas Deos. He says you always have to not be extreme one way or the other. 
you take the balanced approach, the balanced yeah. approach. Once and now, so let's just do the last part over here. Umihu medaktik al matzmer yoser, and the one who's very careful about himself. Vishrachik midea beinonis maat letzadzel letzadzel nikrachosid, and you go with the middle way. Sometimes a little this way, a little this way. He's a chosid. Kate said, "How's that?" Mishi Yisrachek Migole. He he goes very far away from arrogance. Ada Katsa Ha'achron to the other extreme. Vi'eshval Ruach Biyoser. He's very humble. That's a chosid. That's Midas Chasidus. And Yisrachek got an emsable fat. What if he's in the middle? He's just humble. That's a Midas Chachma. They're both fine. One is extreme, but. They would incline it to go to the extreme good way. Okay? Some go one way, some go the other way, but it's all good. It's not harmful. He explained before, let's say you're too generous. That could be harmful because you're losing your money. You're too miserly. But there's some things going to the extreme is fine. Like being mavatli yourself to others, to be totally hum of to the extreme, that's okay. You're not going to lose anything from that. Now, you're commanded to go in the middle way. I told you, these are good ways. Shinemar, so is the Rambam arguing on the Gemara or not? The Rambam says you should do, you should emulate Hashem. Just like he buries the dead, you bury the dead, just that. The Rambam is saying, what's Valachta Bidrachav mean? Go in the middle way. So is he arguing or not? We could say he's he's not arguing because emulating Hashem, Hashem's also not extreme. In other words, Rabbi was taking it a step further. Yes, you got to do what, like Hashem does. He shows kindness. He shows mercy. Okay, but the, the Gemara alone, if you'll ever notice, does Hashem ever go extreme, or does Hashem go in the middle way, or is he only extreme when he needs to be extreme? In other words, if a, 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 an extremist in general, right, when it's not appropriate, is not good. Right, being a, a spendthrift. Remember, spendthrift on one hand, smizer on the other hand. Neither are good. The middle is philanthropic, right? So the Rambam talks about it, it being the middle or the extreme. That's always good, like humility. That's oh, even that's extreme, but that's good. You're never going to get in trouble being more too humble. Okay. So what it seems is that. It's, I don't think he's arguing. I think he's just giving a little more nuance to what's going on over here, where he's saying we have to emulate Hashem, but you got to remember that Hashem is also balanced. Hashem isn't an extremist, except where it's necessary to be extreme. You bury somebody, okay? You bury somebody. You do chesed, you comfort people, right? Those are good examples, but it's it's got to be more. So you have to have have a balance, and when you have a balance. Because Hashem is clearly balanced. When you're imbalanced, it means it's not coming from a good place. When a person's imbalanced, why is he imbalanced? Something wrong with him. When you're imbalanced, if you're miserly, that's not Hashem. Hashem's not imbalanced. 
right? So therefore, you emulate Hashem, but it has to be in a balanced way. And I think, you know, in other words, I think he's taking it a step further than what the Gemara is saying. Of course, you're going to emulate Hashem, but it goes without saying, emulating Hashem, would you ever find Hashem off his rocker and, and not being balanced? You know, even, even as many times when he's punishing, he's still, there's a silver lining. Yosef goes down to Egypt, okay? Okay, Hashem is punishing him. Yet, what does he smell on the caravan? Beautiful fragrances. Why? Because Hashem says, I don't want to give it to you so bad. So you have to have it balanced. So this is how you so follow. How would you, how would you answer the Okay. Eretz Yisrael. Okay. Okay. Eretz Yisrael. And America too. The Orthodox. Whatever. Eretz Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael. Or, or you could say, or you could say that Hashem said, "I'm removing my Ashkoch." That's all. You don't want me? I'm leaving. That's all. But that's. Neither here nor there. Okay, very good. One more chapter to go, and that will finish this section, and we'll review very quickly, in two minutes, what all six came together to tell us.